Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello and welcome to Bampow TV, your one-stop recap for superheroes. We are back for three young justices, one Winona Earp, and only one preacher because someone... It could be anyone, so, anyone but it was definitely our it co-host Monica. His name is Rhymes with Schmonica. Definitely, <laughs> I definitely watched all of the assigned episodes. I didn't. So anyway, I'm your I'm host, terrible. Kenneth, and around the table, we have the Ms. Prepared Beatrice. Correct. A plus for me. And uh, you know, a solid B-ish for Monica. <laughs> so like I, hear, uh, I hear C's get degrees. <laughs> that that's fair. It Actually, is true. <laughs> C's got me a high school diploma. What? Oh jeez. Uh so on that note, we will jump into the news, which was go watch all the Comic-Con trailers. A oh shitload of stuff I thought happened. You meant the real news. Uh, yeah, I was oh, like I don't want to no. talk about it's that. It's about to get here. fucking depressing up no, in here. No, this is my escape from the real news. <laughs> I I don't have time for I, I have too much time. Here's for I Monica's make way too news. Much time for that. I got real sunburned at Beach you Day did. today. Mm-hmm. You are lobstery. A little I bit think would be a good. But we just had we just had wine, fruit slushies all day, so I don't care so much. Oh, that's good. I'm feeling nice. pretty good. I like it. Okay, so yeah, really, I, I guess quick news recap. There's new Justice League trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an Infinity War trailer, which no one's seen because. I, I don't want to watch a potato cam version of it, so I'll no, just wait for it. Well, it's trailer. too hard to get in the studio H to see the yeah. Marvel shit. Anyway. Ain't no one got time for that. Though I heard Captain America gets to have a big old beard in the movie. Yeah. Which, yeah. Can I tell you, that is the content that I am here for. It's true. Amazing. I'm so here for that. Uh, if you haven't watched the new trailer for Stranger Things, it's great. Oh, I man. haven't. Oh, no. Can you stop making noise? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Apparently, you cannot. <laughs> my my God. God in my thing now? Okay. Do we want to start this over? My God. <laughs> Where do you want to pick up? Okay, so... Uh, if you haven't seen the trailer yet for Stranger Things, it is excellent. It is set to Thriller. Oh, my God. So, and apparently season two is going to happen around Halloween. Yeah. Of so, course. So I am out. Spooky spooks! Now they run around in their little homemade Ghostbuster unicorn unicorns Ghostbuster unicorns yeah, i'm so into that oh my magical. god now i definitely yeah, want to cosplay be, that yeah ghostbuster unicorns for halloween yeah it's like a mashup of my little pony and ghostbusters i haven't seen that trailer yet but i did see um oh i'm gonna blank now oh, i saw the new thor trailer so it was ridiculous i haven't seen the new thor trailer oh um, man the hulk talks he full sentences it's crazy. well <laughs> As much mm. as the Hulk can do full sentences, but nice. he straight up he talks. We are watching that after we finish this. Yeah, it was great. It was beautiful and funny and hilarious, and I loved it. Yeah, mm, yay! There were so uh, this, I kept seeing all kinds of cool stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. I liked the video of the Black Panther cast reacting to like a new trailer or a scene from the film or something. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they they showed a trailer for Black Panther there also, and it, apparently people just like lost their mind. Yeah, so uh, I'm so excited. I'm hyped. That movie looks so, so, so freaking good. The hype is I real. Can't. It's real. And seeing that full panel, and there was only like two white people, and there's just a shit ton of black people up there repping this Marvel movie. God damn it. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump into Young Justice, episode 19. Uh, we have Clarion show up. And I hate 
this all kid. of the adults disappear. Except then, apparently, it's kind of subjective, and I really love this episode. That and- was really cool. I liked how we circled back around to right before the disappearance, and so we got to see that scene at the like two seconds from the adult perspective mm-hmm. of what they were talking about, which you know they were basically the same thing. Yeah, and I I definitely thought like something had screwed up with my episode because I was Me like, wait, too. I've, I've seen the. Oh yeah, I started again. I went. Wait, hang on. What? Yeah, like I was like, did I? I blinked, but I wasn't gone that long. What's happened? Yeah, dude, it's so great. And Captain Marvel got to do. Or sorry, Shazam got to do things. And cat's out of the bag on the. Oh kid, yeah, though. yeah. Everybody Which knows he's a child. Batman's not gonna be excited. I, I feel like Batman already knew that. That's true. Batman knows. He is the world's greatest too much. detective. No, he's a creeper <laughs> who accumulates way too many notes on his friends. He watches everybody sleep. It's yeah. unsettling. Well, when you have insomnia and only have to sleep two hours a night, and you can only vigilante for so long before you just, you just crawl into your, your friends, friends' windows and watch them sleep. Oh, oh God! He's, don't don't be Edward Cullen, Batman. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. Next thing you know, he's stealing Robin's motor from his car. You're like, oh no. <laughs> Unhealthy Don't relationship. Don't see that werewolf boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just all around good episode. Uh, we have uh, Zantana, you know, trying to join the team and mm-hmm. then ends up joining the, the team really in not the way she wanted because oh, now her dad is Fate and Fate's just a dick bag. Like, he's, that guy sucks. He's like, yes, I released your friend, your friend Kent's soul and he is oh, gone Oh, I know. Now. Like, what? Bro, come on. That's intense. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good episode. I liked it. I liked it. Episode 20. This one spoke to me because it was all about Kid Flash. And man, he's a dickbag. Can I tell you how much I hated this episode? I was not into it at it, all. It started out real bad. Because uh, uh, Wally's like, I don't get to be in the big fight. Uh, also, the whole give me a kiss, it's your birthday. Yeah, that, that part uh, was also very that. awful. Also awful. Plus side, at least they finally let Wally know, like, hey, stop being an asshole to McGon. She's dating somebody. Okay, the also, t- also, you shouldn't be an asshole to someone in general, yeah. whether Correct. or not they're dating someone, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the two of them are not subtle oh, at all. Oh, I know. No. Oh, my God. She, she like, them. swiped frosting off his face and then put her finger in her mouth. That's... They basically just made out in yeah. front of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. Just, like, lick his face. Yeah. It Honestly, once we got past that, I, I enjoyed it. I like, I like speedster stuff. Uh, I personally really like Vandal Savage, so I get really excited anytime he shows up. Yeah. That dude's bonkers. You know who I did not like? The lady who handed him the heart bag. Oh, the doctor? Yeah. Fuck you, lady. He's running 3,000 miles for you. Don't be shitty. Also, buy him some food because he eats a lot and he needs to eat a lot because he burns a lot of calories. Yeah, How I, many calories, you ask? Well, I'm oh glad you God. asked. Did, any, did anybody ask? I didn't ask. No, did I you ask? Nobody asked. Okay. Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. That impersonation of one of the two of us. No, no, on. that's that's person four. Who oh. is, disappears whenever you need them? Yes, that's Jill, like and we like her. She's very nice. I don't like Jill. That's Maurice. Uh, is she single? <laughs> she could be. Don't creep on our fellow <laughs> co-workers. Uh, yeah, I don't know where to go from there. Learn from Wally. Okay, so... At an average uh, consumption per mile, Wally would have burned a quarter of a million calories running across country. Oh, my God. That's 452 Big Macs. <laughs> I assume he's a lot more efficient than a, you know, your average long-distance runner. But still, those adults need to like leave some food stops for him. 
I don't like. Yeah, it. they cleared all the the roads, but mm-hmm. nobody had like a pot pie. Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> pot pie. I don't feel like. I feel like a burrito would be more. Remember, he could just hold the bowl. Edible. He could just hold that's the bowl, a, dude. No, runs. what if you trip and that spoon just goes pot right pie through your skull in your face? Yeah, that's all bad. <laughs> also, like moving your arms as you're eating, like. With a spoon, I feel like no. Is... He wouldn't move his arms, weirdo. He would just run. Have you hold it and eat? That no, it's a terrible plan. You guys need to like eat and walk more. I no, barely... I can barely walk and walk. Yeah, no, I, that's how I get a spoon in my skull. I don't want that. Um, I, I've seen your X-rays. Just it's, like it, yeah. no, it's not good. A Chipotle stop every like yeah, exactly. One hundred fifty <laughs> miles. Once a state. Once a state, you get Chipotle. I like it. Yeah, I didn't like that he immediately hit on her, but I was I was on his side until he hit on her. Yeah. Oh, also the the other thing that didn't like they actually mostly mathed it out well, which I appreciate. But then if that fight took fifteen minutes and then he made up enough time to have a bonus twenty minutes, that doesn't make sense because he was running right under the speed of sound, which is seven hundred and sixty five miles per hour. So say he's going seven sixty two that's getting him 3,000 miles in about three hours and 50 minutes. If he pushed himself to make up 35 minutes worth of time, he's breaking the speed of sound, which, if that heart's not supposed to have any jostles, would be real bad for it. Well, I feel like we have to hand wave the jostling part because he got in a fight, yeah, like an actual <laughs> fight, and was jumping around. And... Well, then he got into a second fight with the same heart mm-hmm. and did yeah. like flips and shit with and it. And apparently broke the speed of sound, which he's never done before. Kind of that. I really think you're taking it way too seriously. I really think if you're going to have math on a show, like very, very easily verifiable, it's always the flash. flash. Like, just uh, give them, you know, five. It has to be there in five hours. Then all of the math makes sense. Did you say? Did he say at any point he was going just below the speed of sound, or did he make a joke saying, "Hey, girl, I can run at this"? No, no, he talks about it. Plus, if he only has four hours um, to go three thousand miles, he has that's seven hundred fifty miles an hour. What's the speed of sound? Seven hundred sixty-five. Fifteen more miles, and he would have broken the sound barrier. Well, except then, no, but like that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I know. Now he I would have gone the extra fifteen miles. Well, yeah, and then the heart ruptures in the bag, and it's you goopy. don't know that. I don't. You you don't you, don't know that. You may know <laughs> math. I know biology. I don't think that heart would rupture at the speed of sound. It's in a sealed container, which you know it's sealed, so it has its own um. It, it was atmosphere. A <laughs> ice chest backpack. Nope. Nope. Jesus. Nope. nope. Like the coolest has its own gravity well now. <laughs> it could. <laughs> You don't it know. Could. You don't know. The coolest is amazing. It makes blended fruit drinks on a beach. And it's Jesus. got Bluetooth. And it has Bluetooth. But anyway. And a knife and plates and a speaker. Stop it. It turns out the heart actually belongs to the queen of blah, blah, blah. someplace. And a cow vertigo yeah, <laughs> is, is trying to have her inadvertently die so he can become the king. No joke, this got real serious for a kid's show. That dude is trying to murder like a preteen. I feel like we say that. Every episode. time we talk this about this, like, yeah, this, this show is, is crazy. A grown was, adult who's arranging for the the, the murder, murder of his own like, niece. 10-year-old niece. I was like, yeah. what is Though, happening? I loved how she she straight up shut him down oh, at the end. Yeah, she's so she was cold, ice dude. cold. It was great. She was like, um, who's the girl on Game of Thrones? Oh, uh, Lady Mormont? Lady yeah. Mormont! Yeah, a bear island. 
Mm-hmm. I love her. She do not great. need your permission to defend the North. <laughs> oh, God. I love that she outranks all these old white dudes. Yeah. This is a whole nother podcast, yes. guys. Let's focus uh, up. Yeah. But yes, Queen Queen Perdita, she was excellent. Yeah. The Lady Mormont of our own world. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so she and Wally Longcon count Vertigo. Turns mm-hmm. out she's alive. They get his villain monologuing Confession. on tape. Yeah. And she's all, take him away. Thurman chains. Though I have to say, I understand why superhero shows have to do this with people in costumes because of secret identities and such. But I always find it so hilariously dumb whenever you have someone wearing a full costume with, in a band- with, no, with bandages on top oh, I know. of the costume. It's so ridiculous. Like if you like if this was a live action show, you know, you could you could like cut off parts and have the bandages underneath. But but it's hard to do that on an animated show. Uh-huh. I get it. Why? You just don't have to draw that part. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I feel like it'd be easier on an animation. Cartoons. You just like erase it. <laughs> draw in the bandage. I don't know how hard. I, I, don't, I don't think you know. But he's wearing like the cowl with bandages around his forehead on top Stupid. of it. And I just, I, yeah. I, I laugh every time. You know, they it's could so just great. take the cowl off and bandage his head. And then you couldn't see his face. Well, but then the doctors would see his face. It's true. We can't have that. So and then we As also if those find doctors out, are going to know who this random teacher right? is. He's some weird kid. They don't know. He's three thousand miles from. Okay, we have to focus. <laughs> uh, we also find out that you know, oh, all of the ice villains were totally in the prison the whole time, mm-hmm. and I think Batman's catching on to uh, Strange. What? Strange, yeah, yeah, Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange. That's right. Um, oh, I, he's the worst. Yeah, and maybe actively in league with evil people. Mason Farmer. For, what is governor? What's the name of the guy who runs a prison? Warden. Thank you. The the prison farmer. <laughs> Guys, I spent a lot of time. Did in your the sun brain today. cook? I think it did. Yeah. Well, it's that and the wine, and but I'm now drinking bourbon. Him being the the warden of Bell Rev and just letting the prisoners basically go through a revolving door. It reminds me. There's this one panel in. I'm pretty sure it was uh, that ah, that one comic that I hated. <laughs> Dang. Um, not Sandman, the other one. Lucifer. No, I think maybe it was Sandman. And wow. Jesus. <laughs> it was emotional roller coaster. <laughs> and you Crazy. see somebody literally escaping from Arkham Asylum by climbing out a window. Oh, yeah, and, no, that sounds right. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, can we get some bars on this place where we keep our complete psychopaths? No, no. Uh, okay, episode 21. Queen Bee shows up. She's trying to take over the kingdom of Karak. Karak, yes. And uh, find Bo- out her powers work on most men and some women. Thank mm-hmm. you, Batman. Yes, for that, that was nice awesome. little shout out there. Little shout out. Nice. Because I, I always wonder with stuff like that, is it chromosomal so that, or is it is it based on your sexuality or your gender orientation? I never understand how that stuff is supposed to work. But if it's only most men and some women, that that makes more sense to me than 100% men and 0% women. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have, um, I missed it. Why why wasn't uh, Aqua Bro on this mission? He was helping out Aquaman on something. <laughs> okay. I, I must have. Yeah. No, he got a pass. He was doing something, something with Arthur. Yeah. yeah so we have Robin, Robin team leading. Mm-hmm. Did a pretty solid job, I feel. I think so. Is um, it's always tough when you're trying to stay on mission and your your team is like, no, we have to go help these people because obviously you want to help the people, but, but like, you, you're in charge of the mission, which is helping more people. So it's it's, yeah. it's always a hard call. Yeah, we um 
we see where Magan got her hello. Oh Megan my god! Yo, I thought Monica was yo, gonna crawl under the it couch. It was awful. I was about to crawl under the couch so and then great. just dig my way out of our apartment with my bare <laughs> fucking hands because holy shit was that awkward and awful and I just I don't like it at all. Please stop. I don't even like thinking about it. I'm getting hives right now. I, so great. It was so awkward and terrible. And just leave her alone. This is how she decided to like find a place in the world. God. Oh, sure. Well, and I think everyone was pretty chill about it once. They were. It's just like understood. it was so rough for me watching the show and then like seeing the Megan on the show run into her boyfriend, Connor. Connor. Oh, I know. Wearing yeah. the that little was... like uh, cardigan skirt set that McGon wears. And I'm just like, nope, turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. Well, it's 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 like reading somebody's diary. You awful. know, it's very it's very personal, uh. and she didn't say that was okay. And yeah, that it's, Thanks, it's it feels Wally. it well it's it feels to me like anytime somebody keeps a secret, whether it's a good secret or a, or a bad secret, it's it's never comfortable for the audience or for that person to have that secret told to people in a mm-hmm. public kind Especially of Especially without their consent. If Megan had been like, oh, I love this show and I modeled myself after her because I thought she was great and it gave me an entryway to be accepted here on Earth, I'd be like, cool. But the fact that they watched this video behind her back or without her knowledge and that she was hiding it earlier from Black Canary and then her boyfriend on the show's name is gone. Like, I but couldn't handle did it. Did they really know that she was... I, I don't know. Like, I mean... I mean, they didn't know not, it was a big secret, but, yeah. like... I'm not, I, I'm not mad at them about yeah, it. No. I feel like the diary analogy is a bit weird, because this would be more like if I verbatim copied someone else's diary from 30 years ago, and then you read my current diary, and, like... No, because I that guess, was in... That was public no, access because television. It feels like it feels like seeing the way that she acts and then seeing it done exactly the same on the TV show, I think that's where she's coming from on the diary portion that McGon watched the show, internalized it, and then is using it as a way to interact with. Oh, a sure. Place. So that's what makes it feel private. And I, intimate. I get that. Yeah. But also like the, the show was never private. Like her, her basing right, it off but, of it kind of was, but them. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, it's not like they did an internet search and hunted it down and found it. They tripped across this yeah. thing, Yeah, but it just, it still felt gross. Oh, I'm not sure. mad at them. Like whatever. Okay, I would have yeah. done it too. I'm just yeah. like, God damn it, it. This is awful. Yeah. Was, I think it was the second, real awkward. Don't if it was me the second it started, I think I would have turned it off and then lit the tape on fire. <laughs> like I would have just like ripped that VCR from the wall and then thrown it into yeah. the ocean. Oh yeah. It's just, it's oof. It's tough. And you know, teenage Her boyfriend's name was Connor. Yeah, that was real weird. Oh, yeah. Ooh, you know who else's name came up? Uh, lady son, Garfield Logan, who now has mm-hmm. shapeshifter blood in him. Did you, uh, did you notice that his eyes were a different color at I the end did. of the episode? They were green. And, uh, you know, maybe he's going to turn green pretty soon and then end up That's... turning into animals because he is Beast Boy. He's Beast Boy. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. They said his name. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> It was pretty good. <laughs> Your little face. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I, I liked that his eyes were a different color. Um, it like that is always something that comics do a lot, where blood transfusions can give you magic powers. Looking at you, she she Hulk. she Hulk. Because yeah. <laughs> blood is magic, it's as true. we all know. Guys, that's not biology. <laughs> well, I mean, she as the only, technically as the only biologist in the room. Oh Jesus, that's not. Biology. Look, man, I'm not a blood scientist. Okay, <laughs> look, I'm not a blood scientist either, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Blood's not magic. 
We have to. I mean, not with that <laughs> attitude. We have to go back to school, kids. So I should stop drinking all that blood. Oh. Okay, I. Oh, where are you? No, you know what? Yeah, no, don't, don't tell me. I don't yeah. want to be an apprentice. I was like, apprentice. I don't want to be a blood farmer. Okay? I don't want to be an accessory. And also, you need an alibi at some day. So don't <laughs> tell me where you're getting the blood. Yeah, geez. Um, so yeah, this was awkward for me, and I hated it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, and oh, sorry. Go ahead. I say I, I did like that. Um, Beast Boy's mom at the end was cool about it. Yeah. She was. She could have been really weird, and I like that she realized what it was that it mm-hmm. wasn't creepy and gross. That she made the world easier for Megan to navigate, mm-hmm. and I think that I like that she was like, "No, I'm down." Yeah. Welcome to the world, double Megan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it it helps that she saved her son's life. <laughs> yeah, that a little bit. definitely little bit. probably biases you in a good way. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Being not a blood scientist, um, when <laughs> when Megan shapeshifts her blood cells into the type that Garfield needs, once they exit her body, why would they? See Hey, wouldn't they auto flip back to white Martian? That's what I'm wondering too. Like if if she was in human form and you cut one of her fingers off, say, would it stay a human finger or would it revert somehow? Because see, most of the time when you see shapeshifters, right now I'm thinking about um the 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 changelings from Deep Space Nine and also Clayface from Batman. And when you, you they yeah. they look they look like a person, but if you cut off their arm or something, it like turns into goo yeah. and then like sucks back into the main body. Yeah, we, we really don't know how she I works. I mean, I guess, no joke, the fact that she was able to do this tells us that no, once she changes it and it leaves her, it stays in whatever form it was when it left her. Other than I assume this is how Beast Boy gets his powers, so it doesn't stay fully within its form. Okay, well then, what like the shit him. show? Yeah. I mean, she had no way of knowing. I'm uncomfortable about this. Plus, science. also, like, this is where I get mad at the show for science. <laughs> you don't like the math, and I don't like the biological science. Uh, you know the science. funny thing, like, this bothers me so much less because she's a shape-shifting Martian. Like, eh, how does she control it? And when it's gone from her, why? Okay. It Who knows? Matter. Whereas math is a very constant All thing. Right. That's <laughs> what our universe is built on. She's a shape-shifting Martian. Do you I ever think how it. weird it would be if we had six fingers on each hand and then we would have a base 12 math system? I wish we had a, did, uh, a second Did you thumb. smoke a bowl before you came here? <laughs> No. Dude, no, just think. That's a, a question that's been floating around in my brain since 2002. If we had a second opposable thumb on the other side, it would be so great. You could grip things so much easier. <gasps> I would and love that. We have a lot of, we have a decent amount of base 12 showing cool. up already, uh, as seen by 1 through 12 all being unique numbers and then 13 being the one that increments and our entire time-based system is pretty heavily base 12. How's 12 a unique number? Uh because you uh 1 through 10, and then 11 and 12 are all unique words that don't derive from uh, a previous number. Oh, 13. One, yeah, 13, 21, blah, blah, blah. I understand. Yeah. 11, 12. Yeah, all right. Well, 2, 12. Twa. Let's well, I mean, so, okay, yeah. I'm just like, kidding. <laughs> I, yeah, next, you're going to say, like, Tweedledee is also... Am I going to say that? You are. That was what you were going to say. I'm, I'm in your mind. I smoked a bowl. He's <laughs> developed telekinesis. It's true. All right. I'm just saying, he loves math so much. How interesting would it be if we had a base 12 system instead of 10 because we had six fingers on each hand instead of five? That would be great. I'd love it. Because then if we had, have an extra thumb. Yeah. That's why we have base we 10. Extra, what if we had extra toes, too? Then we could, then I we mean, could, people are born with extra toes already. I mean, that's true. Also, yeah, tails. Dance. Can we pull it back together? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we find out McGon is a white Martian, officially confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knocks out her team to avoid wait, having wait. them see it. 
This is a different episode, or this is no, no. This is all the episode. same episode. Uh, he Simon, goes to fight Simon. Yeah, Simon, Simon shows up. Um, she wakes oh, up on him. Uh, I also feel like Monica needs to know how Simon spells his name. <laughs> no, oh, I don't uh, think I she, need to know. She does. Oh, no, is, isn't it a P S Y M O N? Yes, it is. Yeah, Simon. <laughs> Simon, get it? Because he has psychic powers. See, do you, I think do you at get some it? point we need to take a picture of my reactions to these things. <laughs> oh. It does not come across the radio. Also, we need to circle back to the beginning of uh, Queen Bee's country. Uh, I wrote it down. It Bealia. Yes, Bealia. Like Bealia, I get it. It's so great. I hate you. I love comics so much. P H S Y. Legit wrote. God, I love comics. E M M O H E N. Y N Simon. <laughs> so anyway, sure um, she knocked out her friends. They still don't know she's a white Martian. Everyone's happy. Uh, apparently, this isn't the season cliffhanger because mm-hmm. there's more episodes. I just don't have them. And They're on Netflix, bro. Yeah, I know. Yes. I'm I'm real bad at TV. Yeah, and so I I feel we had an in depth conversation about this in yeah. our living room. It was that very it intelligent, I, obviously. It sucks that Megan feels like she can't tell her team who she is because I feel like. If she let them know and gave them like a minute to chew it over, I feel like they would be cool about it. Yeah, I really don't see them. I don't see why they would care. I think if she said out loud, hey, kids, I lied just a little and I'm actually a white Martian. Um, It's just easier to be a green Martian because they look more like you. So that's my secret. And then didn't do anything. I think they'd take it just fine. Mm -hmm. But if she were to be like, hey, kids, I lied a little. I'm a white Martian. Ta-da! I'm pretty sure they'd try to kill her. Well, yeah, probably Americans, too... people are not great at, like, stuff that well, doesn't look right. Well, no, it's okay. Right. She's still white, though. So that would help. Oh, God. I'm just saying, like, people in general, humanity doesn't like what's different. And she looks, like, fucked up. She looks mm. like a scary alien from like a, a horror monster. film. She yeah. looks like a monster. She's obviously not a monster because she's still on the inside. My God. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it would be have to be a one-two step. Like, oh yeah. One, I'm yeah, a white Martian. Let them later. maybe do a little research into what white Martians look like. And then when they have chewed that over, be like, sure, I'll show you. Please don't kill me. Yeah. It's not my fault I was born this way. Agreed. Well, I found it interesting because he keeps like commenting on how Which she is? Oh, that Simon, when mm-hmm. they're in Magan's head, keeps commenting on, you know, even in your mind, you're lying to yourself because this isn't who you are. And she keeps saying, you know, this is who I am. And I felt like that was a it's, it's a nice analogy for trans kids, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, who might look on the outside different from how they feel inside. Mm-hmm. That when they close their eyes and picture themselves, that it that's who they are for realsies. Well, no joke. That's just a false equivalency of Simon's or maybe it's not the right term. But basically, like, nobody pictures themselves in their head the way they actually look in reality. You know what I mean? Like, you have a general idea of you, what you look like. But when you think about yourself, it doesn't match up with the mirror. It's mm-hmm. always a little different, a little better, a little... You smooth off the rough smooth edges. Smooth off yeah. the rough edges because that's who you want to be. That's who you mm-hmm. think that you should be or what you should look like. And so this idea that just because she looks like a white Martian but looks like a green Martian to herself is a lie is such bullshit. Because no joke, I do not. Sometimes I'll look in the mirror and go, oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> like Because that's not the way that I picture myself in the world. And then I'll be reminded and be like, oh, fuck, that's right. Anyway, that's where I just think it's bullshit from simon and i like mm-hmm. the idea that she kept fighting and going yeah. no this isn't right that's what you see me as so that's not how i see myself 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pretty boss. Yeah, because she comes from a community of shapeshifters. If that can be whatever they want. If if green is how she views herself, then what the hell? Who is anybody to say that that's not who she is? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. 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 Was that was that all three? Are we done? That is all three. Oh, um, uh, I wanted to say that um, <laughs> we get in the beginning of I'm th- pretty sure it's the third episode. Uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary getting shown that video footage by Batman oh, yeah. of the makeouts. And that was so funny and so gross and so I, not okay. Ollie laughs at her and I thought she was going to punch him right in the face. She probably should have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I probably would have laughed too if I was in his position. I mean, it was pretty funny. Yeah. I get why she's mad, but like, I get why it's funny too. She's yeah. mad because she could go to jail. All right. Yeah. And then it's also funny because like, there's no way that was her. Yeah. Like, at yeah. All. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cause that's, that's a, that's a, not only is he in body wise a teenager, but he's also like he's now f- what ten six ten, weeks old, ten weeks yeah. old. <laughs> um, but I liked that when she went to talk to Magan that she didn't yell at her. She was like, "Hey, I'm not man, mad anymore, anymore." But like, this is a, this is a different culture, and this we don't is not take how other people's roll. faces and bodies and do stuff with them. Thanks. It's, it's a little uncomfortable for us human kinds. <laughs> also, I'm an adult. Don't make out with your teenage boyfriend dressed like me. Thanks. Mm-mm. I like that there was no implication from Batman that he ever had any, any no, notion that it was had, her. No, he oh, was like, yeah. I know it's not you, idiot. Just watch. <laughs> I like that Batman went, this is your problem? Yeah. Deal with it. Can you Surprise. fix it? And poor Jean is like, I'm sorry. This is just what it's like on Mars. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I imagine Mars gets real Freaky. Weird. Yeah. I would have such a problem with that because like, how do you know the person that you're making out with is your person? Uh, telepathy. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, you. Out. So yeah, you always know who yeah, the person is. Cool, cool, cool. So it's cool, cool, it's cool, more cool, like cool. a just a costume, I guess. Yeah. At that point, and man, just I need to have. We need to everywhere. have a talk about why, like him boning Black Canary is a positive because again, he is a child. <laughs> <laughs> like from there, from Megan and Connor's side, like that feels weird and gross. From their side, like she's a mentor and a teacher and beats the shit out of them on the weekly. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's fine. Well, I, like I feel like it's just from the opposite. When you're a teenager and it's an adult you're thinking about, you don't find that gross. No, I know that, but I'm saying like Connor also being ten weeks old needs to understand the way in which the world works and oh, that okay. behavior is not acceptable. And this is why. Okay, not only like she should have also had a talk with Connor because he's the one making out with Black Canary. So you're yes. you're saying though, if when you were a teenager, if you were dating a shapeshifter. You would never entertain the idea of that shapeshifter getting down with you while they were in an adult-looking body. Absolutely. That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I know who I am as a person, and I would do that now. <laughs> I'm saying that the fact that she only talked to Magan is a little not all right. That she should have also had a conversation with Connor, who also doesn't know Earth culture, but somehow he didn't get into any kind of trouble or talking to that we saw because he wasn't the one shape-shifting. shape-shifting. Like, yeah, who cares? Who's it hurting? No. Well, if that no. video gets out, it hurts Black Canary. Here's the thing. If you and your boyfriend want to mess around and do shape-shifting faces, that's fine. But I personally would be uncomfortable with you borrowing my face. Yeah, I don't that's want fair. that. Because, like, we, like, if that's somebody that I know, you know, mm-hmm. that would make me uncomfortable. Why could she just be a blonde. Yeah, she was she just was random blonde. This blonde kind of a thing. Yeah, maybe. 
probably no joke, just I would have made don't my do boyfriend shapeshift into Scott Bakula or Bruce Willis. That's fine as long as you don't tell Scott Bakula or Bruce yeah, Willis like, about bro, it. Guess what? We um, did. You know my awkwardness acceptance <laughs> factor. I would die literally before I no, let I've, either of them find out I was boning someone who looked like them. No, That's awful. I've, I've been to a number of cons in which people take it upon themselves to tell actors from TV shows about the dirty fanfic they oh, write yeah, about gross, them. Nope. Like, do, not no, do, do not do that. that. Hey, listeners, don't do that. Yeah. That makes me it's uncomfortable. It makes them uncomfortable. Also, you might get a trank dart in the neck from the rafters. <laughs> Correct! And we won't tell you who is doing it. It's Beatrice. She's <laughs> always watching. Much you like know that's Batman. right. <laughs> yeah. She also does not sleep, so she just watches people and tranks. I knew it! <laughs> uh, I have two extra toes. I hang upside down from the rafters with a trank gun. That's kind of cool, actually. Actually, yeah, that's oh, pretty actually, badass. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. So let's uh, jump into Preacher. Episode five of season two. Uh, we jump in and Victor Victor mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. been outed as Tulip's estranged husband. Estranged? Tulip's strange husband. <laughs> he is strange. They're and all strange. Jesse's he's not strange. super happy. Jesse's not handling this well. No. At nope, all. Nope, no, he's nope, got nope. a couple anger issues. So Here's the thing. I just, I'm so mad at him because he doesn't really get to be angry about this. They were 100% broken up. So you just got to get over your shit, okay? You don't get to be angry that she was with somebody else. Mm-hmm. You get to be upset that she lied to you about it. And tried to marry you without telling you. Yes. But you don't get to be mad at him. What did he do? Nothing. Mm-mm. Yeah. So uh, he beats him up for a bit, and then we jump back in time to Dallas. Oh, with my a God. woke as fuck stoner bro. And it's like, hey, look at you, buddy. I do like that, that he said <laughs> most of the episode calling out John Wayne for being a sexist. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, good use of the word patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> good use of the Bible, too. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That so was you could, so funny. You could just see him getting steadily more annoyed, just ripping off pages and sticking it in the window. Yeah. Here's a th- Okay, obviously, Jesse's not happy. He's super depressed. Mm-hmm. And... Ugh, I don't. I don't really blame. I can't really blame Tulip. You can't blame Tulip. For trying Nobody to go wants out. to stay with that guy. No, she's trying to go out and find her joy. She, her joy happens to be robbing people, but whatever. With guns and stuff. But look, that's what she's good at. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> do they? No. Also, though, like <laughs> maybe communicate some, especially okay, if yes. you are in a relationship and your your partner is under the assumption that you both are trying to have another child. And you're on birth control, like that's yeah, that's kind of shitty. That's not good. You should know. That's you a should... breakdown of communication. You, th- yeah. I f- if it was if it was me, I would be very upset from Jesse's perspective. But yeah, but like you got to talk to each other. But we don't get to see that. We don't get to see whether or not she really tried. I mean, obviously she's she's hiding it. She's mm. hiding the job and she's yeah, hiding for, the pills. For all we know, after the miscarriage, she was like, "I'm out. I don't want to do this again. I can't do it again." And he like talked her around or didn't listen and so she just stopped arguing i mean it we could be know. but we didn't see that yeah. so yeah. that's a pretty big uh, i'm i'm gonna i don't know lean on the side of she, that didn't happen because if you don't present it like so you're just gonna assume she's just doing it without telling him yes why is that better than oh. assuming they had a conversation and she tried to tell him well, because we didn't, didn't see the see- conversation I, um, I don't know. All we can base it off of is what the show tells us. Yeah, and I and you could and I could go with something like 
it, that she thought it would just be easier to not tell him, and eventually he would also want to not have a baby. Mm-hmm. And she'd, he'd be like, okay, we've tried enough, let's give up. And she'd be like, okay, I'm sad about it. Oh, and then shucks. they could just move on. Yeah. It's interesting that it helped him find his faith again, though, and get you know back to being a preacher. So I, don't, like, I don't know if yeah. I would say it fa- helped him found his, find his faith again. No, I think he I, I feel like he seized on to one thing. It feels, it felt to me less like moving forward and more like moving back. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Cause his faith is so weird to me that he, I don't know. I don't know. I've known a lot of different kinds of religious people, you know, the, the super crazy religious ones all the way, like from, from the 11s all the way down to the ones. Mm-hmm. And he is like the least religious preacher I've ever seen. I think it wasn't finding his faith. I think he realized that, like, he had this at one point and it would help him. And it wasn't about refinding God. It was about using the faith to get something he wanted. Grasping onto any straw possible, yeah. Yeah. basically. Okay. Yeah, because he's, he's in this, like, pit of despair. Everything is terrible. Mm-hmm. And... um. So he's just he's looking for any port in the storm, basically, that doesn't involve actually getting any help or having a conversation with the woman he's supposed to love. Yeah. He, uh, honestly, they probably both should have gone and talked to somebody. Yes. That, because that would be good for you. After you have a loss like that, you should definitely be talking to somebody. Yeah. That shit will fuck you up forever. As shown in this episode of Preacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the ways in which it fucks you up forever. Oh, man. Um, I was then again. I was I was mad at Jesse again when he used the he used Genesis to push Tulip out of the room. Oh, that was yeah, that was real bad because especially we know her thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. So him knowing that she views it as very invasive mm-hmm. mind stuff, like what did she call it? Um, smoky brain hand, smoky brain hand. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's not cool, bro. Even if you're in a pissy mood, that that doesn't excuse. Oh no, he's gonna pay for that later. Oh yeah. I hope I hope she really takes him to task for that because that's not okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these I mean everybody in the show is a dirtbag, like straight up. We're all, they're all dirtbags. <laughs> they're all dirtbags. Hey, Victor seemed kind of nice. They played Monopoly. I did. I did like Victor. I mean, he's still I'm pretty a mob sad boss that has people tortured. But hey, uh, I mean, uh, from just from the way he's presented in the scenes we get to see him in, it makes me feel like he's not a he's not a psychopath. So. I don't know. Maybe in his mob boss way, he views the torture as a means to an end to like, I was, I was thinking about him being like, uh, that guy on person of interest, Elias, mm. who he'd be like, you know, I'm going to maintain control and order in my little section of the world. And if I have to torture somebody to get it done, uh, that makes sense to me. <laughs> Man, and, I love Elias. Right. He's so great. I agree. I I don't think that, I think he's just trying to run his spot, and sometimes you have to torture. If he was a psychopath, he would do the torturing himself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he, be- like, locks it away in, like, a, I mean, he does it in a room next to him, which is a whole nother conversation. I mean, I'm still comfortable saying he's a dirtbag at the end of the oh, day. No, oh, no, everybody yeah. on this show is <laughs> oh, yeah. Dennis, the weird Frenchman who only wanders around in his underwear, is a dirtbag. Like, everybody is even a his, Even his daughter. His daughter She's is a, a dirtbag. Dirt oh, man, she creepy. Um, what else was I saying? Oh, the fact that he puts the torture room right off of his office is a very strategic move. No, it's like to threaten people who come and yeah. sit with Oh, him. yeah. You sit there in the room alone and hear the screams from next door. Hell yeah. Yeah. Jesus, you would be terrifying. Don't give me any power. <laughs> as long as I'm just like your lead enforcer. Nice. 
Um, so what else? Yeah, really, it was just a lot of flashbacks, a lot of very sad people. Well, just the, like uh, that, that. I think that sequence with Jesse going to the store, buying beer, a pregnancy mm-hmm. test, and a pack of smokes lasted about 45 minutes. Oh, it, my God. Just the, the, the loop of the store looking at the test and then fucking and then just around and around and around again. And their like sex scene made me so sad because they're basically fully dressed. They're under the covers. They're barely touching and they're not looking at each other. Yeah. That's, it's much more just uh, procreation and not recreation. Yeah. There's there's there was there's no love in that room. And that made me really sad. Mm hmm. Because we've seen their sex scenes currently, and they're hot as shit. Yeah, they get down. Oh, yeah. They break the whole room. Yeah. So that just, it just I think it tells you where they both are. Yeah, that they're they are not connecting. They're not talking to each other. They're, they're barely existing in the same room. Yeah. This episode came down to, it kind of reminded me about the stuff I didn't like from season one. Um, season one was tough for me because Jesse just wandered around judging people and being all high and mighty about it. And he was that way again with Cassidy. And then he was that way in the flashbacks with Tulip acting like she's the worst person in the world because she's making real money on the side because she hates that stupid job while he's sitting Mm -hmm. on his ass doing nothing Mm -hmm. two days a night as a bartender. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) What? She mentions that at the dinner, but then we never, we never see him in that whole montage. See him go to work, yeah. go to work. So I wondered if that was a lie. Yeah. So like it would just reminded me of the season one Jesse when he could get that way, and I really didn't like it because motherfucker, you're one of the worst people on this show. You don't get to stand up and tell Cassidy he's terrible. Mm-hmm. He has another friend. Her name is Tulip, and the two of you have put him in a tough spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's doing the best that he can with two very strong-willed individuals who don't talk to each other so don't come at him like you can't trust him number one number two you can't be a depressive piece of shit who doesn't talk to his girlfriend ever and then be mad that she's trying to make herself happy Mm -hmm. like no fuck you anyway i was mad uh though i I have a question so we we see cassidy leave tulip and go to talk to jesse um and where jesse is mean to him and then uh, he says, I'm not going to tell you not to kill him, you know, and Ka- and uh, Jesse talks about how if he kills Victor, Tulip will leave him. And Cassidy's like, no, no, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Even though Tulip had just said to him that that's what would happen. And then he goes back to Tulip and tells her basically that he did his best to talk Jesse out of killing him when that's not what he said at all. Do we feel he like... He didn't actually tell Tulip he did his best to talk him out of killing him. He said, I did my best. I he I hasn't he, lied to either of them. So that that was my question was do you feel like he was saying what he thought Jesse needed to hear to not kill him or do we feel like he was trying to give Jesse an excuse? What do we th- I, I I was curious I about think, what what do we think um Cassidy actually wanted to happen? I think Cassidy didn't want Jesse to kill Victor because Tulip didn't want Jesse to kill Victor. Yeah, I, I think he's been around long enough that, you know, same with uh, the angel and knowing, hey, man, this guy needs a speedball. Like, <laughs> he really knows exactly what people need to hear mm-hmm. in a given situation or do in a given situation. And so he knew, hey, if I do this, it's going to basically have the reverse effect for yeah. Jesse. And he knows that Jesse thinks all his decisions are terrible decisions. So he knows if he says to Jesse, I fully approve of this, Jesse's not going to fucking do like, it. Oh, okay. Shit. 
Yeah, no, I think he did that on purpose. And I think when he went to talk to Tulip, Mm -hmm. he did not lie to her on purpose. He just said, I did my best and we'll find out, I guess, what happens. Because if he tried to tell Tulip, yeah, I told him to kill him because I knew he wouldn't. I don't think Tulip would get it. Yeah, she wouldn't handle it well. Well, my my one other thought was that if he subtly encouraged Jesse to kill that guy, it might break the two of them up. In which case, I see where you're coming from that. But my only thing with that is the second they started making out, Cassie literally went, oh, thank Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, he was happy they were together. I think that he likes Tulip, but mm-hmm. he knows it's never going to be reciprocated. She's never going to pick him. The best thing for all three of them is for the two of them to get along. Yeah. Okay, cool. Which is weirdly selfless for Cassidy. Yeah. I think Cassidy, for me, is the least dirtbag of Adam. Oh, all yeah. Of them. He's. Yeah. I mean, he is a, a dirtbag in his person. own right. <laughs> yeah, but he he is the person. most. He's he isn't, and he is the most thoughtful person of this threesome. Mm-hmm. Like he thinks about them. He's generous with himself and his time, and he does what needs doing to keep everybody kind of status quo style. And I think that while he can be a horrible, horrible, horrible vampire <laughs> piece of shit, um, when he actually likes you and values you and you are important to him, he'll mm-hmm. do whatever it takes to make sure that you are happy or in a good place. Yeah. Cool. And then we have Jesse coming back saying, I cut him down. I know. I was <laughs> like, Jesse, I need you to use your words because yeah. that could mean a lot of stuff. Yeah. That that made me laugh. I was <laughs> like, I don't get it. I, I let him go. I said that. They were like, that is not uh, what you said. Yeah. I cut him down. That sounds like a Johnny Cash lyric, and it means I killed that guy in the street. In the street. I let him go. He ran 12 paces, and then I shot him in the back. That's what that means. Jesse Custer. (laughs) So then uh, the end of the episode, we see Saint of Killers catch up with them. Yeah. Kills poor Victor. Victor. I love the daughter, though. Oh, I know that preacher boy. I know where he is. I I can take you to him. Yeah, that guy doesn't really know how to interrogate a witness because Victor could have told him. Yeah, if he had just waited a second, mm-hmm. Victor would be like, oh, I'll definitely give you up that guy. But he just shot him. Like, just because they ask a question doesn't mean they're not going to tell you the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't even be mad at her. That, no, that I'm, guy... I'm proud of her. That girl knows how to stay alive. Well, yeah. Also, she didn't give a crap about the three of them. She anyway. has no so, loyalty. Yeah, I, no, and it, also, no. it, it helps that they're all dirtbags. Like, if one of them was a good person and she knew they were a good person and she sold them out, then I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. The three of them are not good people. They do not deserve the protection of a 13-year-old mm-hmm. girl no, not, in exchange for her life. Whose father was just murdered in yeah. front of her. No. Yeah. I mean, After that girl, one of them had beat the crap out of her yeah. father. Yeah. No, this show is so weird for me because there isn't really a solid protagonist, like, lawful good that I usually identify with, mm-hmm. even like chaotic good. There's no, there's no good in this yeah. threesome. No, everybody, including the angels, is just a fucking dirtbags. So it's tough, but I'm kind of really enjoying it because it's interesting that they're not good people. They're not like a hero of a story, but I still really like how complicated they all are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I I feel like I'm more interested in the world almost more than the specific characters although i do like the character interactions like i like how they deal with each other and deal with the world Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's weird everybody's an asshole yeah speaking of assholes let's jump over to winona where uh she and dolls open the episode talking to those two very possessed sisters what no they're fine (laughs) totally fine definitely they're acting super normal they have definitely have not stolen some faces yeah I really like, though, that people in this show are not dumb. Mm-hmm. And Winona is like, 
No, they're, I liked her description. She's a bitch, but she's not like a bitch, bitch. Yeah, she's, she's not like a, a mean fun one. bitch. Yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> Dolls is like my dragon sense is tangling. <laughs> uh, so we have <laughs> weird ghost cowboy people. Oh my god! Can, okay, no, I'm sorry. We have to talk about the best part of this whole episode, <laughs> and so far, the best part of this entire show to date, that, which that is the, just the fan. There. No, the fandom trope of the three bros being bond, like bonded together, and they can't go anywhere without each other. Do you know how many fic I've read that ends in sex? That, it, yes. that includes that. That is it's that like is that is a fandom staple, staple. of. Uh, accidental bonding or shenanigans magic connection or like they've been like connected and they can only be so far away from each other Mm -hmm. and then they have to learn how to like shower and sleep in the same bed (laughs) okay cool anyway (laughs) that was delightful it was so great we're sitting there before they get ready to do the magic and i turn around to look at monica and i go oh shenanigans are gonna happen because it's that (laughs) shot where the camera's low on the table looking up through all the like chemistry bullshit at the three of them and that whole shot, we just going, we're going, something's about to go down. <laughs> something silly and something like, awesome. Well, you have to do a thing. And, and then, then you, you do a thing. And then I'm going to do gonna a do, thing. And then we're all going to do this thing together as a team. And no, then they, they just split like. Split second. They just go. I'm like, you're not going to practice? What are you no. doing? You need a dry run. Nah. And then like they're that. just like talking about nonsense. And this shit's getting away. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys suck. <laughs> But no, it was one of Excellent. the best things I've seen on television in a long, long time. I swear, some of the writers in that writer room, they've read fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Dude, this show's delightful. And actually, this was one of my favorite episodes. It was so much fun. Oh, my God. I'm going to skip ahead. But how great was it when Dolls comes face to face with that Marshall, realizes um, who he is, and what straight is up name? fanboys? Rob. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Something boss... Boss Reeves or Boss... I think uh, Boss Reeves. Boss Reeves, who straight up is a very famous black U.S. Marshal when nice. there were not black anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he was actually one of the more famous U.S. Marshals in American history. Cool. So, like, number one, awesome, it was him. I should have picked it up instantly because, you know, black U.S. Marshal, mm-hmm. that's fine. But no, watching Dolls fanboy over this guy was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. And then he got to outrank him. It was all great. Yeah. Looks like you're you outranked me. I was like, oh god. And like that's all it took. Just like dolls making shit up on the spot. And they're like, okay, looks like we're done here. <laughs> I was like, really? Everybody salutes. Well, I feel like it was more they were all trapped there as ghosties sure, sure, sure. with this last mission. I so get it. He just funny. He just wanted to take a nap, man. Yeah. So like whatever it took to get it closed up, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck it, just, it, we're out, boys. What a great little like twenty five minutes in the middle of oh, this yeah. episode. Well, and, like, like not Jeremy running around with them and just being like I love Jeremy. <laughs> I like Boss Reeves is like, you boys are pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh buddy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, so no great. idea. I like the doctor that showed up to uh Check out Winona. Oh, she man. was fun. No shit taken yeah. from that one. That was great. Can I examine you somewhere a little more private? That was great. And she takes the cigarette right out of Doc's face. Yeah. Um, Doc is awesome. Winona and Waverly need to communicate a bit better. No, Waverly needs to shut her fucking mouth. Well, okay. No. Yes. It's if not Wynonna her business. If Winona says... I am going to go tell Doc nope. that. Okay, no, she shouldn't have said it. I, I agree you. with you on that. Or at least check in. Take temperature of what was said before you like drop bombs oh, on Oh, sure. But Winona also should have, if I say, hey, I'm going to go have this talk with this person, like 
probably afterward follow up and say, hey, I didn't have the talk. No, I'm sorry. That's not that's not Winona's job. It's Winona's business, Winona's talk. Waverly is sticking her nose in, which is her right, because they love each other and good sisters, and Waverly generally is pretty awesome. This is a big deal. You either wait for Winona to say, yes, I did it, or you wait for Doc to come to you and go, yeah. what the fuck is happening? You do not walk into his place of business and open up your big fat mouth, Waverly. Fair. Fine. Yeah, she was overstepping some bounds there. But um, I'll just take a temperature. Hey, buddy, what's uh, bugging you today? Well, that's the problem, though, is it, it was definitely being played up that Doc was pissy about something. Yes. Right. But don't make assumptions. It's like mm-hmm. those moments in television shows when you're one character is hiding shit and then another character goes, I know what you're doing. And then they just blurt out all their. No, shut your mouth and wait for them to tell you what yeah. they think you're doing. Yeah, idiot. Sure. Because then it, it's like, oh, it's I, never what you're actually doing. I wanted to talk about that parking ticket you haven't paid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to plan a secret party for our boss. Oh, I was about to tell you I was fucking your wife. I'm glad you <laughs> went first. Like, come on. But when Doc and Winona have that conversation in the kitchen and Doc gets so choked up when he says, well, first he takes his hat off and he sits down on the table. But all I saw was him take the hat off and like make a downward motion. And I, I like, thought no, he was going to propose. The both of us, like we both took a big breath and at the same time went, no, 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 no. <laughs> do not do that thing. No, she doesn't want that. No. Yeah. Doc, Doc, no. But he no. got, he got so overclumped. Just uh, saying how he cute. just wants her to be healthy and, and happy. And somewhere close to happy. Because mm-hmm. she's a narp. There's not going to be happy. Yeah. yeah. But whatever he can do to to get her That there. was a really great moment. Oh, I liked it a lot. Oh, so good. They're both so terrible at emotions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she's, she's, like, she's trying not to cry and then she calls him an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we get Winona and Nicole time. And I really like that. They that need to nice. hang out more. Wow. I heard Nick old time and i was like no it doesn't make any sense is that new phone who did nicole (laughs) nicole time nicole time officer hot yeah i like that um winona wanted to go drink and officer hot's like okay i'll drink for both of you and then winona's like real drunk well because then Winona's like no no for three of us and then she legit had three mug glasses of beer (laughs) that she was Cycling, you gotta, yeah, you got to drink for you, yeah. me, like, and the baby. Because oh, that baby's an herb too. That Jesus. baby's gonna be a drinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to fuck the revenant. Yeah. she got tricked. That wasn't her fault. And it turns out that guy is super gross. Oh yeah, he's the yeah. worst. Ugh. I was kind of hoping he'd be like the couple of revenants we've yeah that found was chill. so far who mm-hmm. were chill, like the one who just wanted to be with his boyfriend, yeah. and then the one who actually got taken over by the witches in the basement. Pretty mm-hmm. cool guys for revenants. Yeah. Nope. This guy no, is a this disgusting, disgusting asshole. Yeah. I'm glad she shot him. I was like, who's a shit if he's the father? He's oh, also yeah. a Fuck demon that. from hell. Just well, shoot him in yeah, the face. Yeah, that's, that's your job. Your job is to kill these guys. Even if he wasn't cool, like, I guess you could wait to, like, save him for last. But mm-hmm. for you and his kid to be free, you have to take care of yeah. him. Like, you, that needs to be a conversation you have with each other. But luckily, that guy was a piece of shit. So oh, yeah, that makes it easy to shoot him right in the face. Real gross. Also, they called the strip club a knocker locker, and that made oh me very God. happy. That was like, that oh, was quite the I turn like of that. phrase. Yeah, very poetic. <laughs> I really like I really like when Waverly called Nicole, and Nicole goes, "Hey, cutie," and Waverly was like, "No, I'm mad. Where are you?" Hi, sweetie pie. <laughs> I was like, "You guys are so cute. I'm yeah. gonna die." Oh, and, and then like Nicole's inability to yeah. lie to Waverly. <laughs> you know me. I can't lie to her. So great. 
<laughs> you guys are in a strip club. And, and then when she shows up, do you know how many other strip clubs I went to? I'm covered in glitter. Yeah. <laughs> Strawberry glitter. Strawberry glitter. <laughs> she beans the dude with the door and then is like. That was a bad guy, right? Yeah, he was a bad guy, yeah. If they're running from Winona, probably you should hit him with a door. More than yeah. likely. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If it's not a bad guy, you just apologize. You're Waverly. It's going to be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Also, I in general just liked that we're still tying the revenants in. And you know, and they're I not showing up. The yeah, stuff. they're not showing up every episode. But if, if they just pop up this season every three to four episodes, mm-hmm. I can dig that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Because they still have, what, like 60 something yeah, 60-ish. left? Yeah, 60-ish. Like, this is a big deal. That's a lot of people to kill. Yeah. I do appreciate that uh, she shot that dude in front of Nicole Hot. So Nicole Hot is fully read in on the whole Revenant thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we didn't have to have a fight about you can't just kill people in front of me. Nicole, there's no body. There's nothing yeah. to clean up. You just saw it get sucked you down into You saw it like sucked into the ground. Yep. We're not having this fight. Yeah, I, th- I wasn't sure if Nicole was trying to argue you can't kill him because he might be the baby's dad or you can't kill him because I'm a cop. I feel like it was and that I'm, second one. The cop yeah, thing? Yeah, that's what I... Because Nicole's not going to give a shit about that guy being the dad. Yeah. Come on. So, I, my personal opinion is that it's definitely Doc's baby. I don't think... Agreed. I don't think I, it's... I think it is, yeah. I, I don't think it's a Revenant baby, but I do think that Waverly is a Revenant baby. Yeah, Ooh. there was a significant moment, like look thing, where I think Re- I think Waverly thinks she's a revenant baby. Yeah, or she def. I think she thinks that too because he, that scumbag guy, made a definite point of saying that it had happened before mm-hmm. a hybrid revenant baby. Hmm. My problem is though, she doesn't have any powers. So what is the point? Well, unless she doesn't have any powers because she doesn't know to even try to access them. Oh, that's true. So. I just think it would be more, I get the idea of a demon herb baby being interesting or whatever, except that the herbs are here like full on to take care of them. Mm-hmm. The curse is here to protect them and apparently always make sure there's an error. Mm-hmm. Even if like you don't want one. It's like, oh, surprise. surprise. Eggs are popping out. Um, so I think it would just be a much more interesting story. Also, historically, if it was an herb holiday baby. Oh, I agree. Because they were bros yeah. in the back, yeah. in back in time and stuff. And I think that would be very a better and more interesting story mm-hmm. to tell well so, it's an it's an interesting um full circle of yeah. the curse started with an herb at a holiday and if it came around and it actually turned out to be winona's baby who ends the curse the child of an herb and a holiday that that mm, would be great that's, that's poetic yeah i wouldn't be mad if it was a revenant baby like I think that would still be an interesting story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like the holiday one better, but I think they're in a pretty good place where either way it goes, I'm it pretty would down work with out. It. I would have been I think I would have been more into the half revenant baby if the revenant that was the baby daddy was a decent dude. Yeah, wasn't yeah. a dick bag. Because then we've not only have we we've added a new dimension to the baby story, but we've added in a new character who's another romantic foil. Mm-hmm. But but then maybe he wouldn't be at all, and he would just maybe be, he just checks out and like I'll be around her, but I don't want to be with you. Yeah. yeah, that he's like I want to be involved with the kid, but like I I'm gonna see somebody else or something else like that, and that that makes for an interesting kind of family dynamic. Yeah. Just three of them, four of them in a house together, raising that baby with Waverly in the uh, grandmother's ensuite. Mm-hmm. Uh, quadruple? <laughs> Jesus, no. Well, anyway, more of the story, quadruple. though. My $5 is looking pretty safe. Okay. Uh... That is the real moral here. So, yeah. And Waverly tells Winona that, hey, I think I may not be an herp. We're getting communication. That was nice. It I makes like me happy. Talk about your shit. Yeah. Well, also, like, 
no joke. Why don't need to take her head out of her ass sometimes and realize there's other shit happening than what's yeah, happening? That's to the her. thing. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in Winona's life. Granted, she's carrying a and lot. A lot of it is fucked up. Yeah, it's some heavy shit. This is not just like your normal everyday kind of stuff. But at the same time, there are other people around you well, who also have problems. Sure, so but she didn't really needs know a clue Winona. Also, so that you can't blame yeah. her at all for that. No, no, no. But I'm glad that Winona took her head out of her ass for a second to notice Waverly was crying. Yeah, which I'm not. I don't know why I'm surprised. Waverly is her number one. No yeah. matter what, it's fine. Yeah, I love their relationship. I liked in that moment where what is this baby? And when I was like hours and then they're just hugging in the snow. And I was like, oh, yeah. And it's like, um, here's the single motherhood. You're a superhero. Same damn thing. Yes. Nice. What a nice shout out to single moms out there. This show. Because like that's some hard shit right there. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah. (laughs) Ain't no one got time for that. Um, Or energy or money. God, I can't even or look space. after myself. I can't yeah. be a single parent of myself. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't parent myself. How am I going to parent a whole human person? It's fair. Yeah. It's fair. I, if I can't remember, if I can't remind myself to eat and sleep, how am I going to remind a small, small version of? Well, me? no, this will work out because you don't need to remind them when they're babies because they'll just yell at you until you <laughs> do one of those two things. And then you're like, oh, maybe I'll. Eat and then two while now. the baby is eating, you also eat. Oh, there you go. So, like, maybe. Oh God, it would be no. good for you to have a baby. That, that is the takeaway. Don't do you that. You should definitely. I feel like have I could get like a Tamagotchi that would beep at me. <laughs> it's true. Just it set up make Siri on your phone to yeah. beep at you every three hours. Jeez. Eat something. <laughs> okay. On that note, uh, we will be back next Tamagotchi. week for <laughs> three more Young Go Justice, back. since apparently uh, season one is not over. It's not. And some more Preacher and Winona. Hit us up on the Facebooks, Bampow TV. Uh, the Twitters, Bampow TV. The Gmails, Bampow TV. Bampow TV everywhere. Across the nation. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Same Bam time, same Pow channel. Bam Pow! Hello, interns. If you're listening to this. Oh, that's creepy. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.